Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. We are still doing international episodes. I'm in Queenstown, New Zealand at this point. And Chris, where are you at in the world? I'm in Whitefish, Montana. Just got back from Mexico. Right on. Cool. And today we are talking about strategies for leveraging online course marketplaces to drive traffic to your own WordPress LMS system. And uh, that's kind of a mouthful, um, but we've received this question from our audience. So I'm curious, Chris, let's, let's jump into it. Well, I think that the important thing to ask at the beginning is like, why is this important? Why do we want to look at these MOOCs or massive open online course platforms for uh, lead generation or driving traffic to our course? Because <clears throat> If you're going to build your own WordPress LMS, you're probably going to use a plugin like Lifter LMS to create your own online course platform. So why on earth would you also publish your content on these other places? And the answer is simply that they already have an audience. Now, maybe you already have an audience, but you probably don't have exactly their audience. So it's a way to reach more people. Um, so that's why it's important to look at your marketing mix and look at these other online course marketplaces as a source of lead generation. I think it's a great point. And one of the things that I talk to or talk about with people when they want to use this strategy is don't give away the farm elsewhere. Like keep, keep the bulk of what, um, what you're teaching on your site so that for a couple of reasons, one, you own the content, you control the content, you can charge a premium for that content and keep the majority of that money if that's your model. Uh, you can also increase engagement by implementing a number of different technologies that, that simply you just can't on places like Coursera or Udemy because you can't install a, a plugin like Lifter LMS that would help you with gamification or sending out automated emails or all of these things. You're kind of bound by their system and that's okay. I think the advantage is like you mentioned, Chris, you can really leverage their audience, but make, give, like, give away module one, but make them come back to your site. Um, but one of the things that, as I'm talking about, there's, there's wrong and what, right ways to do this. And Chris, you've done this a lot. So what's been your experience with, um, uh, you know, violating terms and conditions? Like, what does that look like when, when you kind of do this tag team of leveraging someone else's platform and bringing, uh, there, the students that you have there into your platform that you own completely. Well, you bring up a really good point, Joshua, of not giving away the farm. So what does leveraging an online course marketplace actually look like? I think your example is great. Uh, if we were to use traditional terms, maybe your 101 or your beginner's course is on your site. It's also on these other sites. But your more advanced, in-depth material, like you keep that on your site. So you kind of put your hook out there and you hook people in for the beginner material and then you bring them in to your platform. Um, I've used this before with our online gardening courses uh, where I publish them on my WordPress LMS site and I also publish them on Udemy. <clears throat> and I'm going after the broader market on Udemy uh, to reach more people on their platform. And uh, the other thing you can do is once you have those people, you can also start cross-promoting other courses you have over on that marketplace or on your marketplace. But there, there are some terms and condition things you need to be sensitive, sensitive of. So let me give you a specific example. Um, on Udemy, you're not allowed to drive people through their mail system. Like basically you're using their... Um, 
uh, broadcast email functionality. If you're using something like Lyft or LMS, all that's built in, or you could use the MailChimp extension. But on the Udemy platform, if you send a broadcast, you're not allowed to send people outside of their you know, domain to a page that has an opt-in form on it. That's against their terms and conditions, which I totally respect and am respectful of. So I'll send them information uh, or I'll send them to, let's say somebody takes a beekeeping course, I'll send them to a vegetable gardening course on Udemy. So I'm still cross-promoting there while inside of the course itself, uh, I'm often mentioning the core hub at my WordPress LMS. So an example of that would be at the very beginning and end of all my videos for the gardening courses, all the video lessons, it says organiclifeguru.com. So there's that branding happening pretty much at the beginning and end of every lesson. And then uh, just I'm just going to throw out a little pro tip for you. One thing I do, like you do on Udemy, is you can set certain lessons to free so that people can kind of take a test drive, see what you have to offer. Those lessons I set to free, I also put on YouTube. Uh, so there I'm driving traffic. You know, I'm taking that same thing that I'm using the online course marketplace for. And I'm also using YouTube as a lead generation. And my biggest success story is a lesson I have on creating a food forest. When I put that video on YouTube, uh, this has been about a year and a half. It has 33,000 views. So, that, that's really good. I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. You're kind of creating a web of, of content uh, in a way uh, that that brings people back to your site and, and reinforces the brand. I think that's really good. The other thing that I think that people need to be mindful of um, is the, the ascension through learn, like the learning ascension. And I think we'll probably do a full episode on this idea, but I just want to briefly mention it here is that when someone has, um, when someone purchases a course on beekeeping and you hit this right on the nose, but I just want to highlight it is that, what do they want to learn next and offer that to them? Not, don't offer them beekeeping 201 right after they t- took beekeeping 101. It, it doesn't seem – a lot of people do that because they're like, well, of course someone wants to you know, be advanced and run through that course too. But think about in school when you went through beekeeping 101. We'll just stick with the beekeeping example. You'd also go through gardening 101, maybe soil science 101 all of these other things at that level. And people can take multiple courses at a time. We don't have to take one course. So it's good to offer and kind of upsell the next course. But it's not good to do that in the same line because you cannot take beekeeping 101 and 201 at the same time. But logically, a lot of people fall into this trap of going, whoa, well, maybe I'll offer them the next more advanced lesson. Um, so I, I think I want to bring that up because one of the things you can do is go offer beekeeping 101 over on the Udemy site or the Coursera and then bring them back over for gardening 101, which you would then, you know, have their email address and their contact info. And you can, uh, of course you'd earn more money. Like, so it's, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not a, a, uh, maybe it is a violation of terms and service. Maybe it's not, but to say, Hey, we have other courses over at our site, um, along the same line that you might be interested in. I mean, I think if you saw, you can't hard sell, but I think you can soft sell. Am I right or wrong in thinking that? Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, I would you you'd want to look at the terms and condition of whatever online course marketplace you're using, and I like to be really respectful of that. And I, I have always appreciated Udemy's approach 
some of these online course marketplaces don't allow you to publish your course elsewhere if you publish it on theirs, but they don't require you to have an exclusive arrangement, which I've always really appreciated. And I've also sent a lot of people to a lot of Udemy courses if it made sense mm -hmm. for them. So I think it's important to think about these other platforms as a partner and uh, just pay attention to the fine print. And they have, you know, they've got a business to run, but they're also in the business of helping you, the online course education entrepreneur, be successful too. So, so take a look at that. And uh, also, I just want to I, I want to key into a point you just made about. The beekeeping is another way to leverage online course marketplaces is to do market research. So I've done that before, like in a course about building sites with WordPress, where I've, I've asked my audience over there, which I have over 8,000 people in courses about WordPress and how to build just a regular website of like, hey, what do you think about building a site about, or, or learning about building a site that sells online courses. We have this software called Lifter LMS and so on. So you can kind of do your market research that way. Or you could ask the beekeeper, hey, what I'm, I'm thinking about doing this course. What do you think? Or just leave it open-ended oh, open and send out that email broadcast that says, what, would you what course would you like me to build next? Yeah, absolutely. That's phenomenal. That's really good. Well, I think that that will cap it off for today's episode. I hope that everyone's enjoyed the strategies that we've offered here. Chris, do you have any final thoughts before we sign off? Yeah, I just want to leave you with uh, some action plans. If you're at the very beginning and you're intimidated by the software, go just build a course on Udemy and then come back and purchase something like Lifter LMS when you're ready to own your own content. But don't let the technology get in the way of you getting started with your online course uh, education entrepreneurship project. So go ahead and do it. If you already have a course on your WordPress powered learning management system, I would encourage you to think about also leveraging these other platforms. And now that you already have the content, it's not very hard to put it together, create an account on one of these other places and uh, set up your course over there so that you can start leveraging this, this opportunity in your sphere of influence and in your marketing strategy. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you next week.